Eagle Nation. You're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. Eagle Nation, welcome to Gotta Talk. Uh, Matt Monty, your host here. I am uh, doing this uh, live as we record this from uh, a hotel room in New Orleans. Uh, where uh, where I was uh, kind of displaced by Hurricane Dorian, um, had a little extended vacation. Um, was supposed to fly back on Monday, but uh, I'm now flying back on Thursday. So if, if whenever you're hearing this, um, you know, apologize for the uh, kind of lack of uh, audio quality that you're kind of used to. Um, but I am joined, as always, uh, by my co-host, Cody Anderson, who's uh, coming at me, as always, from Statesboro, where he lives, and, and hopefully he's staying safe from the hurricane. I know it hasn't hit yet, and hopefully it won't affect um, the upcoming game on Saturday against me. How are you doing, Cody? Yeah, doing pretty well. Um, just kind of keep an eye on the storm. Um, like you said, hopefully it doesn't affect the game on Saturday, as long as it hopefully stays on the track that it is um, appears to be, according to all the smart meteorologists out there in the Savannah area in Charleston, um, then hopefully everything here in Statesboro should be hopefully okay for the most part. Yeah, and, and, and Cody, let's hope that, you know, that game does not get moved uh, from Paulson Stadium. That's that's my biggest worry at this point. Um, you know, it, it, it we certainly don't want uh, what happened in, in 2017 where it, it, it gets moved to Alabama or anywhere else for that matter. Um, you know, facing an FCS team, a good FCS team in Maine. Um, we'll certainly, you know, touch on that later. I don't want to get too far into that. But, um, you know, let's let's hope we can have that game in the cover of Paulson State. Yeah, we definitely need to, for sure. We don't want to repeat of 2017 because there's already too many eerily similar parallels between uh, the start of that season and what appears to be the start of this season. Um, but, yeah, we don't want that game moved to uh, Birmingham, for sure. So with that, let's let, let's recap the game, Cody. I mean, you know, uh, certainly not the way we wanted to start uh, the 2019 season. Um, a 55 to three loss to uh, number six LSU. Um, you know, I, I like like I mentioned, I, I'm here in, in New Orleans. I, I drove up to Baton Rouge for the game. Um, not the way we're, you know we wanted it to go. Uh, you know, certainly uh, we thought that uh, we would give them. A much better game. Um, you know, a lot of people had us uh, beating the spread. Um, you and I thought that we, you know, would would more than beat the spread. Um, you know, it, it definitely kind of it it be a game there in the, the first half, third quarter, maybe even going to the fourth, um, and and maybe we shocked the world to beat them, and, and that certainly wasn't the case. It was uh, the biggest beatdown, you know, that that I honestly can remember since I followed the Eagles. To be honest with you, Cody, uh, you know, uh, losing my fifty-two points. And, um, I mean, what, you know, what can we kind of uh, say about this game? I mean, you know, it, it was just in all three phases. Uh, you know, I, you know, I've heard all the chatter out there. I mean, yes, they're number six in the country for a reason. Their offense was, uh, you know, uh, new and improved. And, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to people here in New Orleans, you know, over the couple uh, last couple of days that said that's the best, you know, uh, offense that they've seen out of LSU in, in, in a few years, or, or really even ever. Um, but still, it's 52 points. We're Georgia Southern. We shouldn't lose like that. No, we shouldn't, under no circumstances. Um, we didn't lose that way to Clemson last year, and some thought that was one of the most dominant football teams to ever uh, 
play the game. Um, we didn't lose that bad to a 2011 Alabama team that many thought was one of the most dominant football programs to have ever played college football. So, no, uh, regardless of if it's the first game or this is the unveiling of a brand-new offense for them, we, we shouldn't have lost that bad. That is unacceptable. Um, I know they're a good team, but we're supposed to be a good team too. And if we want to start getting up to the accolades and to the respect of the Boise States and, and UCFs, we've got to start competing with these teams a lot better than what we showed on Saturday. Completely agree. Completely agree. And 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 let's let's kind of touch on those other games, Cody. I mean, I, I know like it's obviously hard to draw those parallels, but I mean, people throw it out there. You know, on, on social media, you see all these things where uh, you know they'll they'll bring up the. A West Virginia loss, right? I, you know, a, a few years ago, uh, Fritz's uh, second season. Um, we, you know, obviously had that that great season where we win the Sun Belt, um, aren't eligible for a bowl. Uh, we get blown out, forty-four to nothing, right? And so that's that's kind of where everybody goes. You know, one, yes, uh, that I, I think this LSU team is going to end up better than that West Virginia team. Um, yes, our team ended up, you know, uh, bouncing back, and then they won nine games. They blew out Bowling Green in the in the bowl game for a first-time bowl win, and they had a great season. But, you know, to, to draw that kind of parallel, I mean, one, they gave up 55 points, but not 44. Um, that game yeah. was much closer, uh, you know, um, at, at the start, uh, where this was just really from the first whistle. It was over. I mean, it, it just was. We we had no answer yeah. for anything, and it's. I just don't see a parallel between those two. No, I don't. I think people are just kind of equating it to blowout to blowout, but really they're they're two completely different games. And with the West Virginia game, it was only sixteen nothing at halftime, and you kind of had the thought that if we could just get the offense going in the second half, that we could you know maybe make a run at this and maybe possibly. Um, you know, come back and win this ball game. But, you know, at that time, Upshaw really hadn't had the experience to really run that offense effectively. As you, you know, could remember, I think he had like four or five interceptions in that game. Right. Um, and Breida just couldn't get going. That defense that they had were very senior laden, much like the LSU defense um, that we faced. Uh, well, I shouldn't say senior laden, a very experienced defense like yeah. we faced LSU. For sure. Um, but still, no, it's not the same. We we were down by three touchdowns at the end of the first quarter. You know, at the, again, at the end of the halftime against uh, West Virginia, it was only 16 nothing, And we were still in that game. We could still win that game. After about halfway through the first quarter, I think it became very clear we were not only overmatched athletic-wise, we were outcoached severely we in that game. Yeah, 100%. We were. I mean, and, and I, I know – it sucks to say it. It, it does, uh, but but yeah. we were. I mean, we 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 did not we did not show up. Uh, you know, you and I did not expect that. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, they 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 looked completely outclassed, completely outcoached, completely outplayed. Period. Um, yeah. And it it hurts to say it, but that's the truth. And you know, yes, it's one game. Um, yes, it does not define our season. I know that's something that we, we you know, keep seeing out there on, uh, on social media, and I agree with that, obviously. Um, and, we, and we've proven otherwise. But, 
it has to be a cause for our concern moving forward of how we played in that game, not just for the Sun Belt, but, I mean, even going into Maine. I mean, it really does. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I've already heard people saying that this is a must-win game coming up this week. Like, we have to win this game. And, and, you know, obviously – you know, as FCS or as FCS team, we, we you know we, we need to kind of you know kind of show our we have to flex our muscle kind of yeah we have yeah. to flex our muscle we honestly before we could have you know let's say we we give LSU a game let's say we you know uh, it's it's close at halftime maybe even they start to pull away in the third quarter and and you know it's a twenty one point game or you know we still cover the spread. Um, yeah, we come out, we beat Maine by two touchdowns. No one's, you know, bashing an eyelash. You know, it's fine. Um, now, we have to blow them out of the water. We have yeah. to, we have to, you know, flex our muscle and establish dom- dominance and just completely, you know, <laughs> send them out of the stadium. Um, yeah. You know, and bury them and that's in what, the first half. Kind of like LSU yeah. did to us. We really do. Yeah. And, and as we we'll mention later, that's going to be a very difficult thing to do against this main team. It will. This is, this is not a slouch team we're going up against. Mm-hmm. It's not South Carolina State. Um, it's not even a New Hampshire that beat us two years ago. You know, obviously, yes, there were circumstances there uh, displacing us to Alabama. And, again, hopefully that's not the case. I, for one, you know, if for some reason the weather does get worse, um, they decide to cancel classes on Friday – um, and, you know, they make the decision, I, I hope, in, in my opinion, that they just cancel that game outright. I do. I hope they don't displace that game. If they can reschedule it, reschedule it. I honestly, I'm not sure, you know, how that aligns, uh, but do not move that game outside of Bolson State. No, I agree with you. If we can't, if we can't play it here in Statesboro, cancel the game. So... So, yeah, Cody, I mean, I guess let's keep talking about this LSU game and just, you know, you know, I know, uh, you know, obviously I was there. Like I said, uh, you know, we, it was, it was not the game I wanted <laughs> um, or that yeah. anyone in Eagle Nation wanted. Um, you know, you, you'd send out a tweet that, you know, <laughs> drew drew a lot of attention. You know, it, it, you'd said that, and, and we were texting before, so I, I'm, I'm certainly not putting, like, all the blame or anything on you. Um, but, you know, you'd said that you made a, a lot of points in one tweet and then 140 or so characters, right, that um, that we got blown out of the water, that we were completely outcoached. I agree with those. Um, that we do not prepare well for uh, bowl games. Uh, or, I'm sorry, for, uh, for road games. Um, which I we've talked about before on this podcast. I certainly agree with. And then you talked about probably the biggest one. You know, the biggest kind of uh, statement there is that you know we very well could go zero and six on on the road this year, um, which more than likely would put us out of bulk contention. Um, yes. Let's let's unpack that whole tweet, right? Let's okay. uh, and, and 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 let's start there, um, where you know we 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 talked about the road games. And you know how we play on the road, and you know honestly, we we didn't have to really address it as much until now, right? I mean, like obviously last year with Texas State, with um, New Mexico State, 
we had flashes there, certainly Texas State, where we, we probably should have lost that game um, mm-hmm. uh, against a very bad Bobcats team. Um, but, you know, now people are going to kind of write this off of, oh, it's number six L- you know, LSU, and they very well could win the national championship and or be in contention for the SEC, all this kind of stuff. Um, but it, it, it does look night and day. It does go. I mean, it looks night and day for for how we prepare for home games versus road games. Now, I've, I've heard uh, you know people say, "What's the same?" You know, it's, it's a, you know you prepare the same. Well, that's clearly not evident because um, we we don't look as prepared. We we don't look as hype. We don't look as focused. Our our, our play calling is questionable. Um, we, we look almost more conservative almost on the road. Um, so let's just kind of address that of, of, you know, you know, what's it going to take for this team to, to do better on the road? It, it, you know, it, it's going to take this year um, more than any year that we've, you know, uh, really followed the team, certainly that we've uh, done this podcast um, because all our tough games are, are on the road. Yeah. And, and, I'll come back to that question later. I, I want to kind of address the, the 0 and 6 comment that I made as far as that that's a real possibility by us having that record as far as our road record goes for the season. Five out of the six teams that we play on the road this year more than likely will finish above 500 at the end of the season. Since 2013, our record on the road against teams that finish above 500 is one in fourteen. That's that's horrible. Yeah. And that's not just going back, you know, to Summers era. That's including Fritz. That's including the last year of Munkin. Yeah. So this, you know, I'm not just solely saying, well, this is just obviously a Lunchburg, the best, and Sloan problem. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in recent history, our program, regardless of who the coaches is or are, we are not great against good opponents on the road. Yep. Nowhere close. We have five really good opponents on the road. Yep. Five really good opponents. That's going to be difficult to do. The sixth opponent is South Alabama. I mean, they played pretty well against Nebraska. They did. And yeah, they if, hung with if, them. If you take if you take away the five turnovers they had, plus the punt return from Nebraska, South Alabama probably beats Nebraska in that game. Yep. So they probably beat them worse than Troy beat them last year. Yep. I agree. And when we play South Alabama, that's going to be on a Thursday night. It's going to be on a short week short on week. the road in conference. Yep. We've already discussed how those are very difficult games to win, regardless of who your opponent is, and that was shown last year against Texas State. Yep. This is not something that we just throw out there because we're, quote-unquote, overreacting or because we're mad that we're getting blown out. This is just facts. Yep. This is just, I mean, it's there. Yeah, facts don't lie, as they say. I mean, it, it is. It, it, it's hard to swallow, yes. It's hard to swallow for us. It is. But you, you, you have to look at this. This isn't just, uh, you know, a write-it-off game. I mean, like, this This yeah. has compiled over, like like you said, a couple years of, of really good coaches. Throw out Summers. You know, we, we don't play well on the road. And in order to make a bowl game this year, we have to play better on the road, period. Yeah, yeah, we do. Because guess what? We still have two home games against both Louisiana teams for our conference. 
and they both didn't play all that bad this year. And let's and let's be fair, Georgia State. Georgia yeah. State, who who I know, like yeah, you can say Tennessee was crap. Still an SEC team. They went into Tennessee. They went into a huge stadium in Neyland Stadium and beat Tennessee, while we got blown out by fifty-two points. Mm-hmm. So I mean that you know you're 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 saying that we're gonna have to you know the the way we've played on the road, we play the schedule, you know the way we showed against LSU, and you know win one two games, but then even even then we're gonna have to you know sweep at home, and that's even that is you know. That's a tough. That's a tough order. That's up in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I know that a lot of people did not want to hear what we put out there right after the first game. And honestly, if we, I mean, let's face it, the only reason why we put out there is because of how bad we looked against LSU. We did. Yeah. I mean, if we would, if we had competed for a half or three quarters, and let's just say we, we, you obviously could tell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If depth can't play, of course. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what happened against Clemson. That's what happened in 2011 against Alabama. Um, You know, that's what happened against, uh, yeah, I mean, you you, you can look across the board. I mean, even, even, you know, against Florida, who we beat, you know, it's hard to become like a depth issue, but this was just from whistle to whistle. Yeah. It was. So, you know, we've heard this mantra all off season: good to great, good to great. Well, in order to take that step, man, we've got to play a lot better on the road than what we've played the last five, six, seven years. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's got to be one of the steps there. Yep. It's not just playing well at Paulson. No. You know, that's that's great, and we all know that, and we all know the record that's that we have here at home. But we've got to figure out some way to be the same team at home on the road yeah we've got to we've got to figure that out because it's not the same i mean i, I know i know i no. saw like a tweet of someone saying well game preparation is the same it's clearly not you threw out the one one and 14 you said i mean that's it's, it's clearly not i mean if that's the case because i mean like yes this year our, our road uh schedule is much harder but in the past it hasn't I mean, you know, last year, I mean, even, even again, look at the teams that, that we beat but struggled with, and you know, in New Mexico State and, and, and Texas State. You know, it, it, it's clearly not. There, there is a difference in how you prepare your team on the road. Yeah, or there's some sort of lack of focus or some sort of, I don't. I mean, I. I don't know. I. I. I honestly, I don't know why there's a. There's a. There's it can't a, be like a lack of focus. I mean, how, how do you not get focused for the first game on the road against number six LSU? I mean, you know, like how, how do you not get focused for that? So that that can't be a lack of focus. You know, well, it's a lack of something. It's a lack. Of I will something. tell you this. Yeah, I will say this. There are four players that played above their heads on Saturday night, though. Yeah, and one of them's out for the season. Um, no, I'm talking about the, the, the linebacker, uh, Ellis. That was the defensive end, I think, that's out for the season. I think yeah. it was the Furman transfer that had, like, seven tackles. Yeah. But on top yeah. of that, you had you had Rashad Bird that had, like, 100 Rashad tackles. Rashad Bird played, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Tyler Bass, of course, he drilled his field goal. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, that was money. Yeah. And then probably the biggest surprise for me 
was how well Anthony Beck did as punting. I agree. I agree. I mean, two 50-yard punts, and then he ends the game on a 74-yard punt. You saw LSU bring bring pressure all night long on punts, at least in the first half. He got it off in plenty of time. So let's, I mean, like, you know, let's kind of address that because, I mean, we, we have no script for this. We're, we're just kind of weaving no. this. Um, obviously, you know, we don't have the equipment set up. We're not, we're not you know, doing this as we normally would. So, I mean, we obviously haven't addressed that, you know, basically as a game time, not a game time decision, but it was announced as a game time decision that uh, Wesley Kennedy and the punter Burley was uh, both um, suspended for academic ineligibility. So, you know, Wes, obviously, the, this, the yeah. punter is not going to be our punter this season. Probably not. Probably not, right? So, that's, I mean, that's, that, that's, 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 that's what I want to kind of address. And then, and then we'll talk about Wes in the, here in a second. But, let, I mean, let, let's talk about that. I mean, the, the job that Beck did, um, punting the ball and kind of winning that job. Yeah, I think, yeah, he, he got it off quicker. He had a stronger leg. I don't. I don't really see where where he's unless he's injured. Right. I don't see why we take him off of, of, of punt duties. Yeah. He, you know, unless there's something going on with him holding for for Bass. But again, the field goal that they had uh, Saturday night's game was fine. I mean, snap mm-hmm. hold perfect. Bass did his thing. Looked like he could have kicked it from sixty-seven. 70 yards and it's still pretty good yeah so i mean i think i mean i mean honestly i think the job is his i you know i, I he looked he looked really good yeah no i agree so i mean let, let let's talk about west kennedy though so you know obviously that was a huge blow to us uh to find yeah. that out at the 11th hour um you know we I was hoping, you know, all right, we'll see J.D. King. J.D. King show right away, right? Um, we didn't see him until kind of a little bit later after we were kind of, you know, already, you know, uh, grave dug deep. And he did fine. But, you know, it, again, it was they, they kind of knew what was, you know, expected then. And, you know, so we, we let off with uh, LaRoche. Um, you know, Logan Wright got some touches. So what what do you think of, of that? I mean, first with, with Wes, I mean, missing four games. Now they're saying that, you know, there, that there's an appeal in. He might miss less. You know, maybe we get him back for uh, the Minnesota game. Um, if not, hopefully we get him back, you know, for the, the, the start of the conference play. Um, it's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, because when it becomes when it becomes academic stuff, you wonder first of all where was his like support system? You know they got to have some sort of support system on the team, right? To yep. make sure that these young men are in class, are doing well in school. Why was there not any checkup on his grades? Whether he failed this class in this or I don't I mean I don't I guess I would assume he failed the class, but we don't really know what the you know conditions are for being academically ineligible. But regardless. Why were we not checking up on grades? Why were we not checking up on GPA to ensure, hey, let's get you more tutoring. Hey, let's make sure you hit the books. You know, I, that's where I would kind of that's that's where my questioning goes with that. Why? Maybe it was there, and maybe yeah. he just didn't do what he needed to do. That's the case. That brings out a whole nother, you know, can of worms. But 
regardless, let's hope that his academic stuff is now squared away, that he's back on track, and that, I mean, from my perspective, I'm just going to say that he's probably going to serve all four games. Yeah. We have no inside knowledge of this. Right. I'm just thinking that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, you know, which kind of sucks because I don't really care about the first three games. And the grand scheme of things, they really don't matter in terms of conference and winning the championship mm-hmm. there and bowl games. Yeah. Um, but it is but, games. It's not weeks. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I kind of misspoke when I was saying, yeah, have them back for uh, opening conference. But that game against Louisiana, that would be the fourth game. That's the one that hurts the most. Yeah, sure. Him being out for the Louisiana game. Because that's really going to be our toughest home opponent, mm-hmm. you know, is, is what you, you know, in my mind, is going to be our toughest home opponent. Yeah. I really would like him to be there. But if he misses that game, that's going to be, you know, that's, that's you know, <laughs> that just is just terrible. That, it's not going to be good. And again, I mean, obviously getting King, um, you know, uh, eligible, um, which well, we talked about in the last podcast, that's huge. Yeah. Well, it makes it, I mean, now I kind of understand the more why they wanted King so bad to be eligible. Right. It kind of makes sense, right? Because they, they kept pushing. They knew. They knew. Oh, yeah, they knew. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's why you saw the graphics and everything of King and blah, 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 and then talking about the depth and all this. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's a huge get for us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not to, like, downgrade the kid at all, but, I mean, that they, they knew. They, they knew that Wes was not doing well and that he was, uh, you know, um, that there was a threat for him to, to miss these games. And, and yeah, they, which really surprises yeah. me, though, because he went to Benedictine. Like, right. you know, I mean, that's a good school. Like, it's not like it's a terrible school with terrible academics that does not prep you for college. Right. You know, like, so that, I mean, I'm just really surprised by it. I mean, honestly, I am. I agree. Like, it just kind of just floors me. To be honest, I mean, even the punter kind of surprised me. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't know too much about that, but, uh, like, I, 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 certainly haven't, I certainly haven't crunched numbers, but how many punters have been academically ineligible? I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, like, when I heard, like, two players academically eligible, I, I click on the link and it's a punter? Like, like what is happening? I, I don't think I've ever seen that in my life for any school. I, I mean, you know, I mean – um, and I, I, yeah, I, I don't mean I don't mean to make light of the topic, but I mean you know, like really, the the punters academically ineligible. <laughs> I I mean I agree with you. I, I think, um, I, yeah, because when you think of like football player, and not to take anything away from the specialists and and what they do for our team, obviously, but you know their job is pretty specific and they can only really do so much at practice. Well, a lot of those guys are non-scholarship. I mean, they are, you know, a lot lot of the kickers and stuff around the country, uh, you know, uh, the long snappers, uh, um, the punters, they're all non-scholarship, you know, and and, then you you see these guys all the time in these videos on social media, you know, fifth year, you know, uh, senior long snapper or, uh, or or punter, you know, get, get uh, Nevada. Nevada had one, yeah. right? Uh, you know, he, he made that game-winning field goal, um, and he, he got a scholarship. So, like, you, you see that all the time, and it, it's, it's so – it's <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's just not common to see that, but that, that, that was surprising. <sighs> yep. So let's, let's move, I guess, from that 
um, to injuries, I guess, right? So, again, I had uh, I misspoke a little bit. So I, I had said Rainer Nellison, and he, he was a transfer from Furman, correct? And he, he, he did a great job in the game. Um, he was all over the field. Justin Ellis, the transfer from uh, Syracuse that started defensive end, um, he is out for the season now with a leg injury, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and that hurts, Cody. I mean, it does. You know, obviously we've uh, had, you know, quite a few incidences now on, on the line with, with injuries or, uh, you know, just offensive line, not even offensive line with injuries. And then uh, obviously Quan Griffin. So what, what does this kind of do for our depth of the position? Well, you know, this with him and now Quan Griffin, probably both out for the year. Um, Quan, obviously not injury-related, but legal-related. Um, it just means that we're just less, you know, less bodies there. Um, I still think our defensive line is going to be fine, um, but it does hurt. I mean, this is a guy that we plan on having in the rotation, obviously. probably. I think – I can't I, – did he start in the LSU game, or was he just – I think he did. I think he did. Okay. So, you know, that – I mean, besides depth, if he's a starter, we lost a starter. That's just not yeah. good. I mean, that's just never good. Um, so I think the good thing is is we still got guys that we can rotate in that, that are athletes and that are players and that, that we won't suffer too terribly. Um, but it would be nice to have a, a guy opposite of, of, of Johnson over there to um, have the offensive line worry about. Um, instead of having them all their focus on uh, on Johnson. Yep. And then uh, obviously the other uh, big injury, which you know hopefully wouldn't be, you know hopefully isn't uh, as significant, um, is Shy Words. Uh, you know he went down. Uh, everyone uh, in Eagle Nation, you know, collectively held their breath uh, for that one. Um, he was put back in, came back out, uh, for now we learn precautionary reasons, had his arm in a sling. Um, it has been announced that he's kind of day to day. Um, what do you kind of think about that injury? It was his throwing arm. Um, we learned, uh, you know, you know, do you think he's ready to play? Should he play against Maine? That's two very good questions. Um, as you were mentioning that, something that popped into my head was Kevin Ellison. Uh-huh. Um, and when he went down with his shoulder injury, I think it was in the NC State game, and it just never seemed – it just never was seemed to be right after that. I don't want to say right. that it took away from the athleticism or his playing ability or anything like that because he was still a great athlete. It altered the game. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely yeah, altered. And so I think this is kind of wait and see to see does this kind of really alter – his game does this make shy works more ineffective at throwing the ball because you know that's kind of been one of the things that we've all kind of been excited about is that how well he has thrown the ball for little opportunities that he has yeah he can he can throw the ball really well he has a lot of pop on his ball and he throws it and he's pretty accurate when he throws it does it affect that in any way you have to just wait and see hopefully it doesn't hopefully it is what it is it's just a stinger and you know, rub some dirt on it, he'll be ready to go. But if it's not, if it is a little bit more serious than that, I would say sit him out this week. Yeah. We've already kind of went over the topic that we play a lot better at home than we do on the road. Right. Sit him out this week, 
let Tomlin run the offense. Yeah. And really, really, you know, rely on our defense to win this football game. Rely on the defense and the running game. I mean, you just really establish that running game. I mean, it, like yeah, we, that's difficult against this main team. It's definitely it's difficult against this main team. I mean, we we certainly saw us try it against LSU of that dive. I mean, hopefully we can you know dominate up front. I mean, I, honestly, three straight dives to open up this main. Yeah, game, I'm going to lose my mind. I know. I, well, I am going to lose my mind. That, I mean, that made me so mad. Yes, and and we, we have we ha- right, and we have we haven't addressed we haven't addressed that yet. So I guess we can again. No no script here, so we're we're just kind of going off them. So I mean, <laughs> let's, let's jump back to the LSU game of the play calling. All right. So we we obviously they come out firing all all cylinders. I mean, they just marched right down the field. You know, we we won the toss, deferred, which I was happy with. I, you know, I was I was glad with that decision, thinking our defense was going to make a stand, put us in good field position, start running some clock, maybe at the least get a field goal, you know, start, uh, you know, kind of setting the tone of the game, right? Obviously, it didn't happen. Yeah. They just they had they had their way. Burrow looked like uh, you know Drew Brees or, or Tom Brady out there just picking us apart, literally taking whatever our defense gave it. Uh, you know, pretty much for the whole first half, underneath, 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 and then went a two down deep. Um, so <laughs> then, you know, we get the ball, start the game, and yeah, three dives. So I mean, what with 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 play calling, what what was that? <laughs> like obviously, obviously, you have like scripted plays, but at at that point, you can see where the game might be headed. That they yeah. If that we might be on match, that they might be, you know, we might not be prepared for what their offense has to offer, and we just give them exactly on a silver platter what they're expecting. Yeah, if I'm coached the best and I just sit here and watch within, like, two minutes our defense get shredded apart like it wasn't nothing, my thought is, okay, how can I throw a counterpunch? How right. can I at least get a drive in the field goal range? Not even, I mean, just something to put points on the board and say, you know what, we're not going to go down without a fight. Right. We may not get in this end zone now, but it, we're scoring points. Because it's the three, it's the gonna, three, it's the three dives that that bothers yeah. me, right? You do, you do, yeah. you do the one dive, it doesn't work. Maybe you do the second dive, and then after that, you know, you do, you do a play action. You at least do, you at least do something See, on the sideline and do a pitch or something. I, I would. A hundred percent I would, yeah. No, I would not have done the die on the first down. And the yeah. reason being is that everybody across all football knows that when you go up against the option offense, the very first play of the very right. – That's the what they're trying to establish. It's always going to be the die. Yeah. And my thinking is, is I guess my thought process is – If you're going to do that, then the go, go from under center. Go from yeah. under center, well, yeah, and, and well, do a wishbone, do a wishbone dive, right? Yeah, do do a wishbone dive, and then you, and then you go out wide for a triple option pitch, and then yeah, and then you hit them over top. You do something like that, but like three dives up the middle, like like it was it was so predictable. It was it, it was it was crazy. Yeah, I would have done a quick pass to the outside first play, 
see if that would have worked, see if we'd have caught them guessing going up the middle, very first play, see if we can't bust out something for six or seven yards, go up to the line, say, all right, let's go, see if we can't do a dive play with Logan, Logan Wright, send in or with LaRoche, having Logan Wright just go up into the A gap or B gap and have LaRoche follow him up in there exactly. and see if he can get a first down real quick, you know? Because yep. and then and then go from there. Then see, okay, are are they panicking a little bit on defense? Are they like, oh gosh, they just got a first down, or are, do they, you know, and, and just kind of play it off that. But to do the three dives, man, I I I about came out. I mean, I was so mad. I was too. watching those those those. I was disheartened by it. I really was. I mean, yeah. I, I, I sitting there in Tiger Stadium, like I I just. After seeing how they just picked us apart on the first drive, I'm like, that's that's your answer. That's what you come up with, you know. Like, I know. it just it 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 seemed completely predictable, scripted, and yeah, disheartening. I mean, it, it really was. I mean, I, I would what? have rather have had three rocket tosses on the first dive on on the first series, and I would three dives. You knew they were bigger than us. You knew they were faster than that. You know, you you knew they had the size. Get us in space. Do something to create. I mean, I think. I mean, yeah. like, and I was trying to count. Obviously, from the, I was sitting in the upper deck, but I don't remember the first pitch, like the the first true option pitch, until well into the second quarter, right? Um, I want to say. I want to say the third. Yeah, I want to say the third, third or fourth drive of the game. We were already down 21, 28 points, right? Yeah, yeah. After after the first quarter, it was twenty one nothing. Yeah, so I, I, I want to say it was after the first quarter, like we were we were either down 21 or 28 um, by the time we did the first pitch to the outside. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I can't confirm that, but I have to go back and rewatch the game. But, um, yeah, I just uh, – it was bad. And then, you know, I will, give, I will give our running backs this. They hit the holes hard. They yeah. ran with some purpose. Our offensive line better stop start opening up some holes. And that's the thing is that I mean I, mean, I, that, mean, I know it's LSU, but my goodness, you've right. got to work on some sort of and, leverage, use their strength and athleticism against them some way somehow. And that's the and, question, right? Is 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 yeah. how much how much of that? And that kind of goes back to the first point that we were trying to make um, with you know everyone running his office, uh, you know it's number six and this and that. How much of that is, you know, the an SEC, you know, defensive line, and how much of it is we 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 don't have what it takes up front. You know, we we have some question marks up front. You know, you know, like that's you have to find that balance. It, it's not it's not one or the other necessarily, but like you know, again, we're we're certainly going to see it against Maine. You know, uh, and and moving forward, but like how how much of that is the opponent we're playing? How much of that is you know some serious question marks up front and 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 really across the board with the whole team with the whole offense? Well, all right. So first of all, to go back to the three dives argument or point that we were making, if we're going to do three dives, CJ right there doing all three dives. I agree. Yeah, why are you giving it to the Roach? Yeah. Yeah, give it to C.J. Wright. All right, that, that's going to be the Power with power. Match power with power. Yeah. It's, yeah. As far as 
your offensive line question, I actually think there are some questions with the offensive line. We lost two starters due to graduation. We lost another one due to injury. So now we have three starters from last year's offensive line that are out, gone. That's that's going to be an issue. That's going to that's going to be something that we're going to have to get through. I get that Coach Hudson has been here for two years. I get that that everybody in that grouping has has had the same teaching, same philosophy, same everything for two years, and that hasn't happened since Monkey. But man, at least when we played Alabama, we were smaller. We were less athletic on the offensive line, right. but we did create holes. Yeah, we did provide running lanes. Yeah, we didn't do that. Nope, we did not do that at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't hit me with this. Well, they're bigger, faster, stronger. There are ways to still create running lanes. Hundred percent. There's and 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 we've seen it before. We've seen it before. We've got to figure it out. We gotta figure we it out. We gotta figure it out. Right. This is this is going to be a long season. It's gonna be a very long and, season. Yeah. You know look, the tweet that was sent out, we do not want that to be accurate. We would of love nothing not. more for we would love nothing more for everybody at the end of the season to be like, Look how stupid these guys are, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. We run the table from now on. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. we're we're eleven and one. We're in the um New Year Six Bowl, right? We're we're yeah. we're beating we're facing the LCU again and we you know run out of state right I mean yeah. like that yeah of course we like we would love nothing more than that but you yeah. you 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 have to look at not only the one game but also history <laughs> like yeah. like it it all builds on one another and and and, and yeah the, the the stat you gave of of, of how we play on the road um, but then also just you know, we didn't just get beat at this game. We got annihilated. No, it's the eye test. I mean, it's definitely the eye test. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, one of the other things that I've seen on there is that Clemson had, like, nearly 600 yards total offense against us last year, whereas LSU only had 478 or 480, I forget what those. Yeah, because they took their entire team out at the first half. Well, that – um. And football games aren't won by how many yards you give up. No, There's we were hanging with we were hanging with Clemson for most of the game. The, the game our defense was keeping 20, us in the game with our linebackers completely gone. You know, but most people don't realize, or maybe they've already forgotten, our linebacking core in the Clemson game was down to third and fourth string linebackers in that game yes. at, the end of the, at the end of the game. Right, it was still twenty four seven with like seven minutes left in that game. Yeah. If the score would have remained 24-7, we would have held uh, Clinton to their lowest score all season long. Yep. There's, there was only four other or five other teams that held Clemson to a lower score than us. Texas A&M, Notre Dame, I think Duke, which was weird, um, and somebody, Syracuse, um, because Trevor, uh, Trevor Lawrence went out with an injury in that game. Right. Um, I also heard somebody comment out there that, well, Clemson didn't blow out people. Well, that's completely yeah, Florida State. Well. Yeah, they, they, they blew, blew out a ton of people. They, they blew out Wake Forest like sixty-three to three. 
they beat somebody else seventy seven. You gotta to 10. you gotta open your eyes, people. Like it it, it hurts. It I mean, does. It sucks, but you gotta look yeah. at it. I mean <laughs> it, it it was bad. And I mean, yeah, it, it makes it worse that, that teams like Georgia State beat an SEC team and Tennessee in the in, in the same Saturday. I mean it it does. But it's it's bad. I mean we got completely ran out of the stadium and embarrassed in that game. We did. And no uh, yes, one game does not define a season. I agree with that. But it is a cause for concern. It is. Yeah, it has to be. You can't look at this and say, well, this LSU, it's a great game, you know, or it's a great team. Where are we going to decide where we want to be as a fan base? Right. Do we want to be – It's not an 0-1 like, situation, right? I mean, mo- mo- most yeah. people most people thought that most people thought that we were going to be 0-1 after this game, right? We thought yeah. – you and I thought that there was a chance that we could shock the world and beat this team. We certainly thought that we could hang with this team. We certainly thought that we could beat the spread of, of, of 27 and a half, 28 points, right? Yep. But we would, neither one of us thought that it was going to be a 52-point you know, deficit. Um, no. but you know, you know, the worst, worst loss that we've witnessed in, I don't know how long, certainly since I've followed us. Um, so. No, if LSU wanted to put 80 points on us, they, they could have put 80 points. 100%. It, it would, it would not have, it would not have, but, but. They and that, like, and that's the cause for concern because I understand yeah. the mindset of, you know, Owen one is Owen one, but we still have to play 11 more games. And if if I don't care if they're you know number six, not ranked number one, whatever you know uh, you know yes this LSU team very well because uh, I know that was thrown out there so let's address that like I I, I know yes that that their offense looked really good Joe Burrow looked all of like a Heisman Trophy winner against us does that mean he's going to win the Heisman Trophy of course not he could. You know, no, they could very they uh, could very well contend with Alabama. They could beat them. They could meet Georgia in the SEC championship. They could beat them, and they could contend with Clemson and beat them. Right? We don't know, but they could also we, lose three games in their in their own division and and make it to the Liberty Bowl yes. or Outback Bowl or whatever the hell that they're yes. playing. Hundred percent. I mean, it's. So, so, so that's the thing. The, the I, number six argument is his is is a moot point, and you know, and and again, it's it's not even it's how bad we lost. It, it is concerning. Yep. It is. It's very concerning. But we, I mean, we can't use the excuse. Oh, well, they're the number six team in the nation. No, we can't. We're at this level of football now. Yeah, we've got to we've got to compete with everybody. I don't care if it's Clemson. I don't care if it's Alabama. I don't care if it's Notre Dame. I don't care if it's flipping uh, UT San Antonio. Right. I don't care who it is. I want to beat them. Well, you have these you SES know? teams, though, now that, that, that already have that mindset, right? So yeah. we certainly can't have I mean, you have North Dakota State. Every time they face, they think they're going to beat them. I know we say that, but I don't know. Like, do we actually believe it? Oh, we should. But, I mean, that, that, that was embarrassing. It was. And that's not acceptable. It should no. never be acceptable. There's no excuses for it. There's no excuses no. for it. You yeah. come out and you play the way 
that everyone expects you to play, the way that we have the talent to play, and they did not show that. Nope. They didn't. I'm mad. It's it's it, it, it is, it's frustrating again, and I, I know like with the results of again like I don't want to keep bringing up Georgia State, but like that obviously is bad. Um, you know the way yeah, South Alabama the way South Alabama played yeah, <laughs> Nebraska it's, it's, is it's bad. Just not, it's, it's not just it's just not Georgia State. South Alabama. Uh, South Alabama played well against Nebraska mm-hmm. in Nebraska. Um, Louisiana Lafayette played Mississippi State really well. Yeah. Now, a lot of you are going to say, well, that was in New Orleans. Right. They hosted them, pretty, right? Whatever. They Texas had, State was the only other State. team that got blown out, right? It's yeah, Texas but State. anybody expected Texas State right. to get blown out because Texas State – And honestly, let's, let's, let's be out. honest, I watched, I watched the first half of that game. They were hanging with them for a while. They certainly played them better than we played at LSU. They did. Yeah, they did. They they hung in them with them longer than we had hung in yeah. with LSU. Hundred percent. So, I mean, if you're looking at Sun Belt teams this week, who looked the worst? It's us in Texas State, and there's a strong argument. We looked worse in Texas State. It's us. It is. It was us. I'm sorry. I, it, you know, it and, is. And are we gonna are we gonna use that as as, as motivation? We we should yeah. use it for motivation. I mean that's that's not saying that like we're gonna finish last in the sun belt. That's not saying that we're gonna you know like it, we uh, again it is one game. But you, I think the thing that makes me the the most uh, uh, I guess mad about the whole situation is really how bad our defense was. Yeah, right. Because I, I understand the offense. I understand the offense aspect of it. I understand that, okay, I get that, whatever. I was really hoping we could at least put two or three good drives together to really score, you know, two or three touchdowns. Especially a little later when they're, like, yeah. you know, relaxed and, yeah. Yeah. But I also mean, but in my mind, I'm thinking this is the best of second year. We should be fully installed with the offense now. We've already added these so-called wrinkles, right? We've heard Lunchford say in the media day with, with Danny Reed, more under center. We also have heard and seen five wide receiver sets. So we're thinking that there's going to be little wrinkles here and there that are really going to kind of throw teams off. We saw none of that. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, so that, that's the thing. Um, is, is, do, you, do you think that because their offense started so fast that we got in a hole so quick that we, we just panicked. kind of abandoned ship? I think we panicked. Yeah, I, we think, panicked. I yeah. think I think I think it was the first time that I think that the coaches have really panicked in a game, and they really thought, "Oh, bleep, what have we gotten ourselves into?" You know, even against Clemson, that wasn't the case. No, and in Clemson, and Clemson had Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence on the team. Yep. You know, we had a prep for both of them because we knew both of them were coming. Yeah, we couldn't game. get we anything knew. done offensively in that game, but we knew that if if we were able to break a play, we were in that yeah. game. From this and, ten minutes on, we knew that we lost. Yeah, and and that so to me the the biggest disappointment overall in this game is how the defense played because to me yeah. our defense should be the best defense in this conference hands down it should be the best defense. Hundred percent, I agree. And they look completely lost. 
It we looked bad. The, the secondary we looked bad. Every everything yeah. looked bad. It was. I mean, I, I had yeah. people texting me saying, "I thought you, I thought the secondary was NFL draft picks," and I thought that I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, what I mean, it, it was bad. They they looked lost. Yeah, and and you know, we have two corners that should be on the NFL. Rashad Bird obviously played himself into a possible draft. Selection. Yeah, he looked unbelievable. I mean, yeah, let's not I mean, take anything even, away from even, him. Yeah, no. yeah and, and even the ESPN analysts were like, "That kid looks like he should be playing on Sundays." He and did. He was all game. over the field. I agree. He was. Um, but overall, as a defense, man, we were like we had no clue what was going on. Yeah. Now, why that was the case, your guess is as good as mine. People will use the excuse that it's because of the the new Joe Brady. I don't. I can't buy it. I can't buy it. It's not like I can't buy it. Because yeah, right. He didn't create. He like overnight. He didn't create a new offense. That we we knew that they were switching to a spread. So study spread. Yeah. Right. He came from the Saints, correct? So study what they did. Right. Like you you had you had telltales of like what they might run. Yes, I understand that's not as easy to prepare for as, like, maybe us of, like, okay, well, look look what the best did last year. And, unfortunately, like we addressed, he did the exact same thing, and there wasn't any of those recalls, and we ran three straight dives, uh, you know, dives to the start of the game. So, but with, with LSU, like, you would think that they're, you know, we, we could have at least had some kind of hindsight of, like, what was coming. And yeah. even if we knew that, we certainly did show it. No, we didn't. Um, but oh, man, yeah, I I just don't know what else to say. I, I I um I expect this, and I don't know why all of our fan base doesn't expect this, but I expect us to be at the level of Boise State in, in Central Florida. In order to get there, you've got to play every team. Yeah, you do. You know, Boise State has been the epitome of if you're a G5 team that wants to be known nationally and be respected nationally, you go on the road and you beat Power 5 teams, regardless of how where they're at and how they're ranked. Period. And they've yeah, done it. You have to. They've done it. Yep. So – We've got to do that, and we can't make excuses for it. We just we can't that excuse of, oh, well, they're number six. That cannot be in our mindset. That's a, that's a terrible mindset to have because at, because at what point does it make it okay for us to get beat by teams? Is it any team in the top twenty five? Well, that can't be the argument because we beat a top twenty five last year or a team last year. Yeah. That that can't be the argument. All right, so. If App State's the number six team in the nation, are we going to be okay with them just beating us upside the head like LSU did? Right. No, we're not. We're not going to. Exactly. And look, look. There's a really good chance that when we play App State, based on their schedule before they play us, they could be undefeated and ranked in the top twenty, top fifteen. Yep. Don't look now, but when we play Troy, look at Troy's schedule before they play us. Yep. They're probably their hardest game is against Missouri, who just lost to Wyoming. Yep. They could be undefeated in rank when we play them on the road. Is that going to be okay to lose to them? No, it's not. Yeah, you you can't make those excuses. You just can't. Can't. 
Like I, I understand, I understand, I understand, I understand the schedule is, is difficult. I understand it's, it's probably the most difficult we faced arguably since we've been in FBS, but again, arguably, but still, it's just, I mean, to, to have those type of losses, again, 0-1 is 0-1, yes, but a 52, uh, you know, point deficit, that's, that's something, man. Like, it, it just, no, you know, it's bad. That's like Spurrier against Georgia type stuff right there. And he right. hated Georgia. Right. You know, LSU don't hate us. Right. And I will say, I, I, so, so I, like, it, I wanted to fit this in earlier in the broadcast, and, and maybe people are mad at, <laughs> mad at this point. <laughs> they're, they're, they're no longer even listening. But I, I, I will say, so from my whole experience here in, in, in New Orleans and in Baton Rouge, these are some of the nicest fans that I have witnessed um, in in all of my travels. So, you know, we, uh, Cody, you and I both uh, went to the Auburn game. We went to the Ole Miss game. Um, I went to the Florida game where we beat them, beat them at 13. Um, this this group uh, from LSU, and, and certainly I can't speak for every single fan, um, but everyone I encountered was – hospitable they were just fantastic and i think that was even you know exemplified by uh you know what they did with this gofundme that was started uh for the hagan family um uh you know for those who haven't heard uh you know the the hagan family they um they lost their lives um i got their names here uh, but it's uh, Danny and Julie Hagen uh, lost their lives on their way back uh, from LSU, and they have uh, three children, uh, which are all enrolled at GSU, and um, a GoFundMe was started by uh, the LSU contingent, uh, and it's already raised, as of this recording, over $8,000. So that's that's just unbelievable, man. And, and again, like, my opinion of them uh, was signed up before that. I mean, that, like we, my girlfriend and I who were here, uh, I mean, everyone was just so cordial and just so nice and welcoming to to the tailgates and their like local bars and just everything. It, it was so good. I mean, honestly, like nothing but a shout out to uh, to LSU and, and, and certainly what they what they've done and continue to do for um, two Eagles lost, and certainly our, our thoughts and prayers go out to them, um, to the Aiken family. But uh, I can't say anything more about uh, the LSU uh, fan base. I think you said it well, Matt. Yeah. So, um, should we talk about Maine now? Let's talk, talk about Maine. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about Maine. Um, so. Obviously, this is the conversation we want to have, right? I mean, obviously, we want to go in <laughs> to uh, to preview this game, um, hopefully giving, you know, LSU, uh, you know, a run for their money. But that's not the case. So we, we kind of alluded to it earlier of, of what it would kind of take. We don't just need to win this game. We need to win this game convincingly. 
differently. I mean, again, 0-1 is 0-1, 1-1 is 1-1, right? Um, but we, uh, what do you hope to see out of this game? I mean, I hope to see, obviously, us come out uh, showing what we, you know, hopefully the game's playing in Paulson. Hopefully the game's played in front of a big crowd. I know that's going to be a tall task with the weather, uh, with the fact that uh, the, you know, um, that classes are canceled, uh, I believe, until at least Thursday at the point of this uh, recording. Um, Yeah, so, so, you know, students very well may not be there. Uh, The ones that don't have Friday classes, the ones that, you know, we have Friday classes might just skip them and, and, you know, go home for extended holiday. Um, So what do you hope to kind of see out of this game, Cody? Um, Well, first of all, I hope there is a big crowd uh, for this team on Saturday because regardless of what happened on on against LSU, um, we need to at least – this is the first home game since really the bowl game last year. Um, We need to kind of be there. We need to be loud. Um, If it's not the students, and I hope it's certainly the local community that comes out that's here, and, you know, we've got to be there for this team. Um, As far as the game itself, look, we're going to kind of get into some things about this main team that, that, that has already been, I guess, reiterated or spoken about through, through other uh, media platforms and, and, and other people. But to be honest with you, Matt, myself, as long as we get a W, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I am personally am more concerned to see how we look in our next road game against Minnesota. Right. I need to see us play better on the road. Now, obviously, of course, we got to take care of business here. You know, main, right. main, it's first. We've got to focus on man. We've got to win that game. Great. Fantastic. Let's get a W. I want to see how we play on the road. I want to see how the coaching side doesn't work. But this main team is going to be tough. Yep. Mentioned earlier that there's parallels to the 2017 season that, that we all like to forget. One parallel, I think uh, the George Ann Ryder, um, editor-in-chief, uh, I can't, his name's escaping me. Um, he pointed out that in 2017, we played a top 10 SEC West team, FCS school, and then a Big Ten school. Right? Yeah. Um, McLean, uh, actually. Actually, yes. yes, there you go. Um, same thing for 2019. Right? SEC school ranks in, in, in the top 25. Yeah. A FCS school, Big Ten school. We know how that started, 0-3. Also, too, you have a hurricane that is creating havoc um, during the week that we play against an FCS school. We don't know if this is going to affect the home game or not. Hopefully it won't. So far it won't. Based on all the forecast models, it shouldn't. Uh Here's the interesting thing that I just researched. In 2017, Auburn was ranked 12th when we played them. Uh Lost, obviously. We played Nebraska or New Hampshire. They were ranked 12th in the FCS poll at that time. Yeah. Fast forward to this year. LSU ranked number six when we played them. Mm-hmm. Lost. Guess what? Maine is ranked coming into this game. More than 12th, probably. Six. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So I was say that, well, they were. This so was a final four team. This was a final yeah. four team last year. 
So you had, we played the 12th ranked FBS school in 2017 and the 12th ranked FCS school in 2017. Yeah. We lost to both of them. Yeah. Now we have the number six FBS school that we just got blown out to. Mm-hmm. Now we've got the number six FCS school. Yeah. There's a lot of eerily similarities that are going with this 2017. I mean, you saw several FCS teams beat Power 5 teams, you know, close. in the first week or come close. Yeah, South Dakota State. Barely beat uh, or almost beat uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and and that obviously gave a hope to, to a lot of us probably before that that LSU game. And, and yeah, LSU game. <laughs> right until you saw that LSU game. So like, I mean, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. You can't take that. This is not a cupcake, people. Right. No, I mean, this is this this is not a no. this is not a South Carolina State. Not to discount them. Um, but this is not a Savannah State. This is not a South Carolina State. This is not, you know, this, this is a very, very good team. This is all of the team New Hampshire was, if not more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I understand. I understand they're playing them at home as of now. Hopefully, and and again, hopefully, if if they uh, for some reason don't play them at home, they don't play them at all. But yeah. you know, because I I will not agree to that game. But I just I, I hope TK does not. Agree to displace that game? No, no. I, I hope he doesn't. TK has been, in my opinion, on a roll as far as decisions that he's done with the athletic department ever, really, ever since that one. I agree. Um, um, but let's hope he doesn't do that. Let's hope it's either played here or we try to reschedule it or we cancel it outright. Um, yeah. But this main team is going to be a thorn in our side. Yeah. They are. They are the Best, they have the best rush defense in all of FCS. Yeah. They held their opponent to under 80 yards rushing a the game. They have four senior defensive linemen. They play like a 4-2 system. Yeah. All four of the defensive linemen that start are all seniors. They're, they know each other, obviously. They play together long enough. They are going to be disciplined. They're going to be tough. They are not going to be intimidated by us. The only wow. the only positive thing I will say, looking at you know their last game, so uh, in week one they won forty two to fourteen. It was over Sacred Heart. Um, yeah. They gave up two hundred seven yards to Sacred Heart. Certainly nothing like that impressive. Um, you know they gave up over hundred yards rushing, hundred three yards, and then Sacred uh, you know Sacred Heart, um, and then one hundred four yards passing. So you know. Hopefully, maybe they have uh, you know some holes there where we can exploit. Um, and, and certainly, if we get the option game working, where we're not as predictable. The thing I think the key is is that we we certainly can't, and I hope we don't come out as predictable as we did against LSU. Yeah, I hope so either. I hope I hope that we're not that way either. Here's where I think is going to be the biggest factor in this game. And it's not going to really be anything defense or offensive scheme or anything like that. The high, according to Weather Channel's trusty weather app, on Saturday is supposed to be 95 degrees. There you go. Maine's not used to it. Maine is not used to that type of heat. Now, I know that the kickoff is at 6 p.m., but we all know how oh, to be human. Faithful. Yeah, it's going to be human. human. And even at 6 p.m., it may not be 95 but it's going to be probably at least a good 91, 92 degrees outside. Easily. Yeah, but I'll, you know, that said, <laughs> playing devil's advocate, um, 
and I certainly don't have it in front of me, so I have no idea what the humidity was in Birmingham, Alabama. But, uh, you know, New Hampshire beat us in 2017. I'm pretty that sure it's pretty humid there. Yeah. But that was a whole different. And we were being led by Tiger Sellers. I, mean, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> that's what I will say is there's two big differences between that, you know, hopefully this game doesn't get moved. And also, too, the big difference between this year and 2017. I believe and we've never lost a man, correct? We've never lost a man. No, we're 3-0 yeah. You know, yeah. against Maine. It needs to be 4-0. Good Lord. If we lose this game, Matt, then all bets it's are bad. off. No, I, 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 I remember the last time we played on where. I mean, the, the, the famous uh, meme was made with uh, the yeah. stop and option, yeah. They just yeah, had no right. answer for it. So that's that's the thing. I think I think we come out and we run our offense. I don't think you hold yeah. anything back in this game. I think you. I don't think you get conservative. I don't care if Wurtz is running the offense or if Tomlin's running the offense. Um, and you just you 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 run your offense and, and and you you do your pitch plays. You throw down the field. You you know pull out all the stops and you bury this team. We we're gonna have to. We need to, because um, the schedule is not going to get any easier. And from the looks of it, our conference has stepped it up as far yeah. as it looks I mean, very, very back. strong. I mean, again, even and, even and, the and, Texas well, states of the thing. world. Yeah, and here's the thing. You know, we went from two and ten to ten and three last year. I think every team that played like like played terrible last year, think they can do what we did. Sure. I think sure. It, I think it's given everybody confidence in, in that they can come out here and play well. And I'll be darned if hell, eight out of the ten teams did. I mean, they played yeah. really good. Yeah. No, they did. And I mean, you could argue even Texas State. I mean, I guess Texas A&M again, yeah. they, they played better than we did. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we, we we need to make a statement, period. We need to make a statement against the main team. So, hopefully the game happens. Um, hopefully we make that statement. And hopefully we go into week three against Minnesota on the road, one and one. And I hope we uh, figure out how to stop a spread offense. We, we learn how to stop a spread because, offense. Because that's, I mean, that's coming. Troy, Chip Lindsey, what's he going to throw out there? Pass heavy yeah. off. Of course, yeah. with that app state, what right. are you going to do? He's, yeah. gonna, he's implementing a pass at the offense. Well, even even what, Minnesota. What is, I mean, they, they, they were in some of that. Some they of that have too. receivers. They yeah. have they have really good receivers. Yeah. So they can throw the ball. Look at what. Like you, you said, the the, the defense. The defense that was the biggest. That was my biggest. That was kind of that was the down, biggest. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yep, it was. That's got to step up, man. So I mean, it, we, we 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 talked so much about that, and it was like. I understand against Clemson and against Auburn, it was the offense that was inept, and the defense kept us in the game. This one, it wasn't. Both, really, all three phases. I mean, that outside of kicking, obviously, Bass, you know, did his thing. And he got a position and kicked the goal. But outside of that, man, and, and and you mentioned the punting, but it was it was bad. So hopefully, we I mean, at we, some point. Yeah. At, at some point, I mean, you can only have so many acronyms and 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 wrestling memes to go around. At some point, yeah. we've got to get right. serious. We've got to get serious. 
And I'm not saying that they're not serious. I'm not saying they're not taking this seriously. But we've got to buckle down because the yeah. gauntlet that we're going to go through yeah. is it's 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 tough. Yeah, it is tough. The the, not, the, re, the reset is real. The reset is real. I mean, they talk about reset, and, and we we that's that's the that should be the the theme of this episode. That should be the theme oh, of and, this and, week and is reset, and even, it's it's a true reset. It's it's how can we? I mean, fifty two point loss reset yeah. from that, and not only win but dominate and and, and prove that look forget about last week and let's like yeah. it's it, that was a one-off because everyone's writing it off as a one-off prove it's a one-off yeah prove it's a one-off because guess what we still get i mean we haven't even mentioned this team which i don't even know how we haven't mentioned this arkansas state yeah arkansas state should have beat an smu team that a lot of people are kind of high on a lot of people yeah. have them as a sleeper pick in, in sure. the american to kind of make some noise they only lost to him by seven logan bonner is is not going to be a bad quarterback there. Oh, and by the way, Blake Anderson will return some point at this season to take back to the Rams back over. And and thoughts and prayers go out to his family and what he's been through the last couple of weeks with the loss of his wife, for sure. But he will come back and that team will play on fire for him, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. All right, Tony. I, I, I think we, we we probably covered it. Um, Have we overreacted enough? We we overreacted. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I, I like I, I had I, we, we had no script for this. We just you know, but I mean it's 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 important to cover me. I mean, it, it is and it and is. like. It's not and overreaction when there's facts and data to back it up. There's, there's facts, facts and data, and and we have to reiterate that we obviously want nothing but the best for this team, right? Yeah. I mean, like, we, again, we want, nothing more we want us to win the next long. 11 games. We do. Yes. We want us to win the next 11 games, knock off an SEC opponent in the, in the uh, um, you know, New Year's Six Bowl, and be the next Boise State UCF. What we saw last Saturday, you know, not is not promising. Yeah, it's not promising. Um, nope. But let's hope that this Saturday. In you know, okay, so so main changes that. I, I know, all right, so this is going to be. I know we're kind of wrapping this up, but you know what? A lot of this kind of reminds me of. I know a lot of people are not going to like it, but this reminds me a lot of the conversations that was going on in 2016 when we beat Savannah State. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, man, we, we beat that team 54 to nothing. Right. You know, a lot of people were like, well, we beat that team 54 to nothing. What enough. are we complaining about? Right. Well, well, part of the fan place was like, well, what are you complaining about? The other part was looking at it like, we did not play very well at all. And yeah. yeah, that's what the score was, but we should be very concerned. Yeah, you can't yeah. just look at score. That's the thing. And and yeah, fifty two points is fifty two points. But I mean like it it was it was bad. like you said, it could have been eighty. It could have been eighty. Yeah. And like it, so it was I'm, that that I'm was fine. the biggest beat that wasn't a forty four nothing to West Virginia. That was it was the biggest beat now we've witnessed since I followed us. It just it just is. 
And yeah, I don't I care who we play. Remember. I really don't care. It, it That can't happen. It, like you said, no. it just can't. No. And, and I guess, you know, hopefully that's not kind of what we go through is 2016 or 2017 season. And, you know, nothing – we want nothing more than to finish the season at 10 or more wins, obviously, until being in contention to win this conference because we think that's where we should be at. But, man, if you're not worried about where we're heading after this LSU game, then we didn't watch the same football game. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're delusional, man. I, I, I want to tell me what you're happened, right? I mean, honestly, yeah. like, yeah, because good Lord. I mean, yep. yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 bad. It's, it's it's not what any of us wanted or expected. Um, no, that's what happened. See, that's something. Yeah. That's something that's kind of concerning to me as far in as far as like the coaching staff's mindset is. I've kind of you know we hear rumblings of, well, just wait. This LSU team is going to be really good, and by the end of the season, we're going to really see that this is one of the top teams we've ever had to play against, right. if not the top team. Mm-hmm. That should never be the mindset. No. Ever. It should it should never be the mindset. It counteracts what we heard from Lunsford of like, well, I'm tired of hanging with these teams. I want to beat these teams, right? I mean, exactly. It, yeah. exactly. It, it, it counteracts that, and like, and 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 that's the thing. I mean, that should be your mindset. And and again, we we have case studies against that. We have yep. case studies just last year of us hanging with. The national champion, Clemson Tigers. We and have case studies than yeah. seven of their opponents. Yes, and then we have case studies as an FCS team in 2011 of hanging with uh, you know uh, Alabama and putting up oh. more rushing yards and more points than anyone that season the year they won the national championship. Right. Yep. So then you're telling me, oh, well, they're number six for a reason. They're number six for a reason. They better be like negative. What <laughs> like yeah. like oh like so I just I don't buy it. I you know um, and and, I, and again it's part that either. it's you part that you know but, why you know why because I want us to be number six in the next. I want us to be number one. There's no reason why we should no not have those goals. I agree. If if Irk Russell in the middle eighties can develop a program in which in their second actual season can win the FCS yep. or the 1AA National Championship, then by God, we can sit here within 10 years yep. and put our football we should never ever have the mind. We should never no. ever have the mindset of no. they are blank ranked. That should never exactly. be in our rhetoric. That should no. never be it, in our it, rhetoric. It, that was taught to this football program, football program and, and, and fan base for, uh, 40-something years ago, or 40-something years ago, in the 80s. Yeah. It should, it should not be the case. It should not ever be the case. We should compete with anybody. Hell, Monk can sit there and say it. We're Georgia Southern. We're supposed to win. Yeah. We are. I don't care who it is. Yeah. I don't care. Figure out a way to do it. And don't come up with excuses that they're the number 16. Oh, they're really good. I don't care. That yeah. is an excuse and it's not one that the fan base should accept or should be making for the coaches just because we like them. We love Bunsford and his and his staff. We do. Yep. But that excuse is not going to fly. It, that will never fly with us. Nope. It won't. 
And let's hope uh let's hope it changes this week, Cody. Yep. So yep. uh yeah, I mean hot take episodes. <laughs> well <Whoa. laughs> what can I say? So I mean You know, there was there was there was a certain reporter in Savannah that, yeah. that was really well hated um during the off season, but I think we're gonna take his place after this episode. Maybe, maybe I, I, I don't. Ho- ho- hopefully, the fans see that our hearts are in a good place. That we, I mean, unlike some of the, you know, obviously news re- newspaper reporters out there and media out there, uh, that I mean, we are. He did a bad job. Yeah. Well, no, no. Of course, of but, course but not. He, but he was. He was. He got. He got a lot of hate from a lot of people. overly critical. But like you know, hopefully, it comes from a good place from people that 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 listen to us. That you know. We're alumni. We do care about this team. We want them to do good. But you, you, you can't be naive. You can't be blind. Yeah. You have to see what's in front of you. I hope it changes. I hope it gets better. Um, and I hope we have. I hope we don't have to have this conversation again. You know. I, it's as simple I as that. So. No, and, and we were very honest with people at the very first episode that we would not be. Who and we did, and we haven't we haven't had to be until this episode, right? And nope, and, and exactly. like and, and and even even we after ULM, do it a little bit after ULM, and maybe even after Texas State, and and after Troy. But yeah, I mean this this, this has been the worst. This has been the worst for yeah. sure. But um, hopefully it, it's just a one off. Hopefully it's one off, and we can move on. Um, so from that, Cody. Uh, let's pick it up next week, and uh, let's hope we have nothing we but good things to talk about. We we can do predictions of Elon, yeah. Of Elon? Are we playing Elon? We're not playing Elon. Wait, we're playing no, 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 we're not. We're yeah. Black Bears. <laughs> the Black Bears are main. The Black Bears are main. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say that – I'm going to say it's close at halftime. It's close at halftime. Yeah, I think the Heat gets the main. I think we cover the spread. I think it's something like 35-20. What's the spread right now? Ten and a half, last time I saw. Ten and a half. Two and a half CSD. Um, we cover the spread. Um, I think Logan Ryan and J.G. King get going. I think if we run the offense and, and get to the outside, um, even with LaRoche, if he's healthy, uh, we make some big plays and the defense gets it done. I think 30, I'll say 35-17. Okay. Yeah. 35-17. Oh. So, um, Maybe that'll bring some luck our way. Who knows? Hopefully. So we'll we'll pick up next <laughs> week, Cody. Um, you know. In the meantime, I hope keep listening. A lot more fun to make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and let's yeah. let's uh, let, let let's hope we blow those predictions on the water, and we can make some uh, much more uh, Positive predictions against against Minnesota, who who I think if we if we play up to our potential, I I, I do think we could beat, um, but uh, we'll we'll have to prove that against me. We'll we'll have that discussion next week. Yeah. Sure. All right, Cody. All right. So I'll I'll pick this up next week and uh, hail Southern. Hail Southern, Matt.
Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gotatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gatatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gata and Hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.